Talk of the Town with John and Melanie. And we say good morning to the mayor of Clearview Township, my buddy Doug Measures. Doug, great to have you. Good morning, John. Great to uh, talk to you this morning. Uh, I'd love to say that we got all kinds of exciting things to talk about, but you know me and numbers and money and budgets. Uh, I kind of start yawning through most of this stuff, but it's important. So let's talk about it because the news seems very dire, and I know a lot of people are worried. How much are their you know their their municipal taxes going to be hiked for this year? Well, you know the reality is it's not just taxes; it's everything going up. Uh, right. The price of of price of anything that we consume is generally going up and it's uh, it's 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 just difficult uh, you know have you have you bought fruit and vegetables recently at the store mm. have you have you looked at your home and automobile insurance rates have you you know i looked at cost of natural gas and hydro uh, they, all of these costs are going up for all of us in all all parts of our life including the municipal world and so our municipal budget uh for Clearview Township is certainly being impacted by all the same things that Globally, we're we're all feeling this this huge uh, impact of inflation, as well as just simply the cost of uh, of services. So, council continues to uh, to deal with the municipal budget. We're going to another meeting on Thursday, and that uh, uh, will give us some presentations by other departments, including the fire department, the um, let's see here, the recreation department, uh, fire department, uh, administration budget. Yeah, we're going to review some of those departments and have a look at some of the uh, uh, you know capital items that they need, the operating expenses. So uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's yet again another another crack of the budget. Uh, it you know we just read uh, in Collingwood Today CA they are saying that the uh, Collingwood's budgets have been hacked down to two point seven three. Do you see your council doing the same with what uh, the uh, the town uh, staff are proposing that like you start getting in there and hacking away? <laughs> I think we will. Uh, it's difficult because there's very few items that um, that we simply can't do without. Um, you know, a small example is uh, in the recreation department. We certainly appreciate our parks and we want to look after all of our parks. And yet, uh, we have an aged uh, zero-turn mower, one of the lawn mowers that uses. To, you know, we use to clean up the grass in the uh, in the parks. Uh, we got to purchase a zero-turn mower, um, and and so. You know, it, it has to be done. You have to buy it. I mean, it, the equipment stop, starts failing and starts breaking down. You have to fix it, and it's not out doing what it needs to do. So, you know, you're better off to, to just to buy another one and, and replace it. So replacement items like that continue to be on the budget. Uh, and so it does cost us. It, it, you know, when in the fire department, uh, we have to keep replacing equipment, uh, whether it be uh, – you know the turnout gear for our firefighters, PPE equipment, uh, auto extrication equipment. Uh, we have to keep replacing it as they break down, get old, or, or gets uh, gets worn and uh, can't be repaired any further. Uh, so you know there's there's ongoing uh, you know replacement items we have to keep doing. The challenge for council is always to find items in the budget that are being proposed by the staff that we can either cut or defer or uh, you know set off to another another year uh so that's kind of tricky because to be honest our staff are doing a great job of of being very very frugal and and looking after uh you know the the actual needs that we need for our community so it's very difficult it, it truly this is this is probably the most challenging budget i've ever been involved in and, and it's it's mainly because it's a really challenging time for all of us yeah, it sure is, and there, and you and you know you're still in the preliminary stages. Uh, we should note that 
that the residents of Cleveland Township do have an opportunity to weigh in on this, to check in on this, and to make their thoughts known. Absolutely. There's a public meeting that's going to be scheduled in February where the public will certainly be invited to submit their, their, their recommendations, concerns, ideas, uh, ask, wish, uh, wishes, etc., uh, for council to consider. Uh, we're, you know, the process right now is we're receiving all of the uh, the staff inputs. Council's receiving it. Uh, council's making any amendments on uh, as we go along uh, to to some of the staff inputs, and then uh, we'll hear from the public, and then we'll have another opportunity as council to uh, to review the public input and see what what things we can make changes to as well. You know, the, the whole objective here is to, uh, to show to, to the residents that we have a, uh, a, a well-run, financially uh, balanced uh, municipality, uh, which is a requirement, of course, from the Municipal Act, but mm-hmm. it's also a requirement because we're citizens, too, here on yeah. Council, and we, we care very much about our community. We don't want to be overspending in any areas, and, and so we have to be careful. And so uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a challenge. Uh, let's uh, just recap on something we talked about uh, last week, and it's it's come to, it's not a complete conclusion, but at least it, it's looking better than it was, and I could hear the frustration in your voice as the municipality tried to step in and help. There's only so much you could do. The Heronia guest home situation in Stainer, the, the guest home that's... Uh, uh, had been riddled with bed bugs and lack of food and staff non-payment and uh, and the challenge is is it wasn't an actual uh, retirement home or, or or it you know it wasn't a licensed um, retirement home it, it's just a it's just a residence. Yeah, that's right, John. It it, it really is frustrating and and it, it's um, it's really difficult, you know, as a municipal leader to to see this going on in your community when it's a privately run facility, a privately held, privately run, non-licensed by the province of Ontario. Um, you know, the, the, the connection between their private business and, and uh, us at the municipal level uh, is, is actually really limited in the fact that we have, as municipal leaders, have no authority to, uh, you know, do anything specifically to assist the residents. We have no authority. We have a property standards issue, which is a property issue. So we can impact uh, property standards, uh, whether it's cleaned up or the bed bug issue for an infestation. We have an order on the uh, on the property, uh, but we we don't have the legislated authority to uh, you know make a demand of a private operation to to clean up their act to to remove the bed bugs, for instance. We can we can go in and deal with it as an infestation. But we don't have uh, any tools to demand that a regular uh, program is in place to mitigate them on an ongoing basis. Uh, we can only deal with them once it's an infestation. So it's a real, real difficult one uh, where the uh, the municipality doesn't have any authorities to to act upon a private facility. On the plus side, there has been some amazing outpouring of support from the community, individuals and and, and organizations and groups from our community around Clearview have been able to, to help these residents directly. And they can do that as individual citizens where the municipality doesn't have that authority. So it's really encouraging to hear that there are a lot of really generous, caring people who are stepping up and, and helping out where they can. 
uh, and also some organizations like the uh, the Lions Club were early on the scene. They they dropped off a, a whole bunch of food when when there was a, the word there was no food. I understand that's all been taken care of now that they've got plenty of food and and uh, any donations as far as clothing and all that stuff's all been dealt with. So the uh, the steps right now. I mean, uh, I haven't had a, an update on the facility for about four days now, but I do know that they have been uh, relocating some of the residents to other. Uh, other other housing opportunities around the uh, around the region, and so that's a, a you know from the work of the staff that work at the facility, uh, some uh, volunteers who have been uh, finding and helping to find locations. Uh, the county of Simcoe have really stepped up and, and to assist, as well as uh, Red Cross and other organizations like the Georgian Bay. Uh, family, the Georgian Bay Family uh, Ontario Health Team have been uh, real leaders in this whole thing. Really, really pleased to uh, to work with that organization. So, uh, it's uh, there's some great great help out there, and it's just a frustrating situation, like you said. Nice to see that there's some resolution in. Can congrats on the county and all those volunteers are jumping in, and especially that I heard that a lot of the staff that weren't getting paid still very very committed to helping those residents. Yes, that's right. Uh, staff have uh, have you know frankly been going into work with knowing that they're not getting paid, uh, and and I can also tell you I do know this. There's a former staff member who worked there several years ago who stepped up and she's now wow. working in there. So so that's impressive too. So uh, I, I'm I you know again it's the community who cares very much about the people, yeah. and uh, you know the the community itself is the people who've been able to to actually you know motivate and and get things get things moving. Whereas the municipality has hands tied because of litigation, because of rules, and, and it, it's actually demonstrated a real hole in the legislation from the province of Ontario on how we deal with these privately held uh, you know, facilities that are not licensed. Uh, and effectively, they're, at a minimum there, the Landlord-Tenant Act is the, is the minimum sort of uh, legislative tool that protects these residents, the Landlord-Tenant Act. So if you know anybody who's been dealing with Landlord-Tenant Act issues, <laughs> you know that the, the backlog of, of, of litigation is unbelievable yeah. uh, you know, across Ontario since COVID. So, so it's a real difficult one, that's for sure. Doug Measures is the mayor of Clearview Township. Doug, always a pleasure. Thanks for being here. Thanks, John. You have a terrific day. John Eaton and Melanie Kay's host, Talk of the Town, weekday mornings on 95.1 The Peak.